You're listening to Brains On from NPR News and Southern California Public Radio. We're serious about being curious. I'm Molly Bloom. Have you ever wondered what's beyond the edge of the universe? Or maybe a better question, is there even an edge of the universe? And what does it mean that the universe is expanding? We're about 15 seconds into this episode, and my brain already hurts from thinking about these big questions, so it's a good thing that we have help. Today, we're going to be listening in on a conversation between two very smart people who are wrestling with these very big and very mind-blowing questions. The first is an astrophysicist. Hi, my name is Katie Mack. I am a theoretical astrophysicist, and I study the early universe and dark matter and stuff like that. And I live in Melbourne, Australia, and I work at the University of Melbourne. And the second is Thea Hutchins. Hi, my name is Thea. I'm nine years old, and I live in Sydney, Australia. Thea wrote what is perhaps our favorite email that has ever been written to Brains On. I don't understand how the universe can be expanding into nothing. Like, what is the nothing that the universe is growing into? Also, before the Big Bang, there was nothing. So what made the bang? Usually, explosion is blowing up something, but there was nothing to blow up. How can everything have come from nothing? What is nothing anyway? How can there be no space? I can't understand how to think about the nothing. Too many questions. Thanks, Thea. In our book, Too Many Questions is always a good thing. We arranged a conversation with Thea and Katie, and we are very excited to share it with you. Now we can all stare into the infinite together. Thea started by asking about the expansion of the universe. I don't understand how the universe can be going and can be expanding into nothing. Like, what is the nothing that the universe is going into? There's nothing that we see that indicates that there's any edge to the universe. Like, we can see, we can't see forever. As far as we can see, the universe doesn't seem to be ending. Like, there's nothing that says that when we look, you know, really far in one direction, that's like we see a wall or anything like that. There seems to be just no edge. And if there's no edge, if it really does go on forever, which we don't know, um, then it could go on forever and it could be just getting bigger, even though it's already infinite. It could be getting more infinite, sort of. But, I mean, and that's a, that's a weird idea, but really all we see is that we see that galaxies are moving apart from each other. Distant galaxies are getting farther apart from other distant galaxies, and they're getting farther apart from us. And so all we really can say is that things in the universe are getting farther apart from each other, and we interpret that as, like, the space in between is expanding. And it really looks like all of space is expanding. I mean, the galaxies themselves are not getting bigger, but the spaces in between them are. And so it's possible that the universe is already infinitely big. There are lots of galaxies in this already infinitely big space, but the galaxies in this big space are getting farther apart from each other. And that's something you can do in an infinitely big space. You can have everything in the infinitely big space getting farther apart from each other, which would be like the infinitely big space getting more infinitely big. Um, and so, so that's totally possible, and that's consistent with all our observations. It could also be that the universe kind of wraps around each other, itself at some point. So, like, if you're on the surface of a balloon and the balloon is being blown up on the surface, there's no sort of center of that expansion. Like, different points on the surface are just getting farther apart from other points on the surface. It could be something like that, but we don't we don't know at the moment. And if it were like that, then that would be like a really big balloon. Because yeah. <laughs> as far as we can tell, we can't see that sort of curving around. To us, the universe doesn't seem to be wrapping around on itself, but that could just be that it's it's doing it on such a large scale that we can't see it. So I, you know, either of those things are possible. And in one case, 
you don't need any space outside of our universe, and in the other case, you do. But in both cases, all we really see is that things in the universe are getting farther apart. When I hear that the universe is always expanding, and like I, I thought about if you go to the edge of the universe, if there is an edge of the universe, then. I would think the universe is just this square of black and then there's this white around it. Like there's, if you get, if you get to the edge of the black, then you, there's just white, empty white, like infinite white. <laughs> there was an interesting discussion about this back in the sort of ancient times. I don't remember who the people were who were talking about this, but they were talking about the edge of the universe and they they had this sort of thought experiment. A thought experiment is where you, you can't do the experiment, but you can think about it and you can talk about what would happen. And they were saying, like, what if you go to the edge of the universe and you take an arrow, like a bow and arrow, and you shoot the bow and arrow, you shoot the arrow off the edge of the universe, then that arrow has to go somewhere and that somewhere must be part of the universe. And so then the universe isn't there's not an edge of the universe, like, then that can't be the yeah. edge because the arrow went somewhere else. And then so they were thinking, like, well, what if you just keep doing that? Then you can't ever have an edge. I think that there could be an edge based on the way that we think about physics and, and dimensions now, because there could be, like, a limit to our dimensions of space, you know? Like, like we have three dimensions of space. We have up and down and left and right yeah. and front and back, yeah. right? It could be. It could be that, like, you can't go, like, one of these directions doesn't go forever, or maybe all of the directions don't go forever, and then there really could be an edge. I don't know what color it would be. Um, we, don't, we don't know that. And it might be that, like, you'd have to find some other direction to shoot your arrows into <laughs> that we haven't invented yet. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's totally, it's totally possible that there is an edge, and, and you know, yeah, I don't, but I have no idea what it looks like. I never, it's interesting. I never thought about it as white. I always think about it as black. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's cool. What do you visualize when you think about the universe or the Big Bang? Send us a drawing. We would love to see it. You can email it to brainson at m as in Minnesota PR.org, or you can find our mailing address on our website, brainson.org. We're going to take a short break from pondering the mysteries of the universe to mull over a more bite-sized one. It's time for the mystery sound. sound. Here it is. Any guesses? Let's hear it again. We'll be back with the answer right after this. Today's episode is sponsored by Sitka Seafood Market. Seafood is a great source of long-chain omega-3 fatty acids, which can support heart health. Salmon is one of my favorite foods, and so it's so delightful when a box of amazing quality, beautiful salmon arrives at my door. Sitka Seafood Market sources from small boat fishermen and community-based processors that take great care to provide the highest quality seafood that is wild-caught, sustainably, and ethically harvested. And one of the best parts is Sitka Seafood Market offers a variety of flexible subscriptions that can come monthly or every other month. 
It's super convenient, so if you're going on vacation, you can pause or you can cancel anytime. I know you'll love it as much as I do. Go to SitkaSeafoodMarket.com and use code MOLLY35 for $35 off your first order of $100 or more. That's SitkaSeafoodMarket.com, promo code MOLLY35 for $35 off your first order of $100 or more. That's SitkaSeafoodMarket.com. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy. loved seeing your photos from the great outdoors this summer. You've shared photos from the Grand Canyon, Mount Rainier, and Zion National Park, to name a few. Someone even sent us an amazing video of dung beetles from Theodore Roosevelt National Park. We'd love to see more. Just share your photos of your summer adventures on social media and tag us at brains underscore on, or you can use the hashtag brains on parks. We'll be sharing our favorites on social media all summer. And now it's time for the Brains Honor Roll. These are the kids who keep the show going with their ideas, mystery sounds, drawings, and high fives. Here's the most recent group to be added to the Brains Honor Roll. Hayden from Nina, Wisconsin, Lincoln, Liam, and May from Norfolk, Virginia, Eleanor from Spokane, Washington, Emma from Cuneo, Italy, Beth and Max from Los Gatos, California, Judah from New York City, Jack from St. Louis, Samuel and Adrian from Juana Diaz, Puerto Rico, Sydney and Charlie from El Paso, Eamon from Madison, Wisconsin, Liam and Mia from LA, Jamie from Framingham, Massachusetts, Madeline from Orland Park, Illinois, Eleanor from Minneapolis, Finley James from Malibu, Shelby and Sasha from Fairfax, Virginia, Nelson from Toronto, Carlisle and Luella from Fort Collins, Colorado, Olivia from Perth, Australia, Noah from Chattanooga, Solly and Mira from Tacoma, Washington, Andrew and Rebecca from Lexington, Kentucky, Nolan from Westbrook, Maine, Mason from Kennewick, Washington, Sophia and Isaac from San Francisco, Mia from Richmond, California, Nomi and Ruti from Cambridge, Massachusetts, Ben and Jack from Leipzig, Germany, Melanie from Mexico, Rowan from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Tommy, Juliet and Quinn from Corte Madera, California, Felix from Toronto, Quinn from St. Petersburg, Florida, Wolfie and Riley from Toronto, Elliot from LA, Tabitha from Whittier, California, Mia, Livia, and Stella from Bratislava, Slovakia, Atticus from Richmond, Virginia, Gehrig, Alice, and Audrey from Red Hook, New York, Max from Louisville, Ezra and Sylvie from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, Owen from Lakeville, Minnesota, Rhea from San Pedro, California, Sirwa, Aris, Max E, Max M, and Layla from Decatur, Georgia, Yindi from Atlanta, Grayson from Springfield, Missouri, and Dylan from Rye, New York.
Let's get back to that mystery sound. Here it is one more time. Here's a hint. If you're listening to this podcast in the car, you might have been hearing this in the background all along. Ready for the answer? Here's Gabriella from Lorton, Virginia. Hi, my name's Gabriella. I'm nine and a half years old, almost turning ten. And my mystery sound was the signal on my mom's car. We use the signal to keep safe. Bye. Now that we have that mystery taken care of, we're all ready to wrap our minds around the Big Bang, right? Here's Thea. Before the Big Bang, there was nothing. So what made the bang? Usually an explosion is blowing up something, but there was nothing to blow up. How can everything here come from nothing? People usually imagine the Big Bang as an explosion, and that's how it's usually, like, drawn or, or, you know, animated or whatever. But that's not really very accurate, because an explosion is like like a ball of fire happening in a bigger space, and it expands out. It's possible that the universe started in, like, an infinitely dense, like, point, right? But it's not really, like, a point in a larger space. It's like all of space would have been kind of wrapped up tighter, you know? So kind of like if you imagine... That balloon I was talking about, if you imagine, like, take a, 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 a balloon that you haven't blown up yet and, like, crumple it up into a little ball, right? And then you start blowing it up and the, you know, the surface of the balloon gets bigger and bigger. Points on the surface are getting farther apart from each other. But, like, every point on the surface was at the center at, at, at the beginning. So that's one way you can think of the Big Bang, that, like, every part of the universe was the center of the universe and every part of the universe is moving away from every other part of the universe as it's getting bigger. But it's not like an explosion in a larger space necessarily. And we don't even know for sure that that, that singularity, that like infinitely dense point happened. What we do know is that there was a time very, very early in the universe where the universe was expanding really, really quickly. And we call that inflation. And that sort of kicked off this expansion of the universe um, that was, you know, first it was extremely fast and then it kind of slowed down. And since then it's been slowing down, except that recently it started speeding up again, which is a whole other topic. <laughs> There's one more question. What is nothing anyway? How can there be no space? Yeah, so so one of the ideas behind this concept of the singularity, the, the sort of infinitely dense point, one, one idea behind that is that there was that point um, that was the beginning of space and the beginning of time. So like in physics, we talk about space time, where space and time are kind of wrapped up together. And the way you move through space affects how you move through time. And, and so it's this kind of weird, you know, space time fabric, right? So there's an idea that at the very beginning, the singularity was the, was the beginning, the origin, the thing that created both space and time. And if that were the case, then outside of that point, or sort of before that point, there wouldn't have been either space or time. So you couldn't really call it before. There's no before because time hadn't been created yet, you know. And and the thing is, like, nobody knows how to do that in terms of, like, what could create that stuff. This is still an area of research where we try and think about, like, what, you know, what could have happened before the Big Bang if there was a before Maybe there was a sort of big crunch and then a bang and then a crunch yeah. and then a bang, you know, sort of expanding and collapsing. That might be the case. There could be all these, there are these different models where there's like, there's a parallel universe and we smash into the parallel universe and that creates the big bang. And then the two, two universes kind of come apart for a while and then they come back together. And in those kinds of situations, there can be spaces in dimensions other than our own dimensions, like directions we can't access. And those spaces might have something in them or might not. Um, but in terms of like 
nothing. Like it's kind of hard because in our in our concept of our universe, there isn't anything that's like there's no nothingness because even empty space, even the vacuum of space has energy in it. We call it the vacuum energy. There's like, you know, little virtual particles being created and destroyed all the time. And so there kind of isn't nothing in our universe. But it might be that um, there was a time when, uh, you know, the whole universe sort of began and there could have been, you know, and, and if that was, if the universe had a, a beginning, like a true beginning where there was nothing before that, then, you know, there was nothing before that. Yeah. I mean, and so you could say that, you know, that, the no, that nothing is anything outside of our universe, but you could also kind of just define the universe as being everything, you know, and the entirety of, of what we can think about. So like a lot of times in physics, we, when we talk about things that we can't observe, we, we kind of don't really um, have a lot to say about those because physics is all about having an idea and then testing it with the data and trying to, you know, sort of refine these theories by comparing them to data. And if we don't have any data, then that's really hard to do. And then it's hard to know if that's even science, you know, because we, we it's just kind of speculation. So we can't, we know that there are parts of the universe that we'll never be able to observe. And we know that there are times in the universe, like, the first sort of moments of the universe that, that we don't have any information about. And so it's hard to, it's hard to really do any science about those things. And and that's where the sort of nothing would be if there were really nothing. So, so we kind of, we kind of avoid that because it's so hard to, um, to learn about. Yeah. That's the fun part about theoretical physics though. It's that I really, I really like the brain hurting part. That's kind of why I do this. <laughs> That's it for this episode of Brains On. Brains On is produced by Mark Sanchez, Sandon Totten, and me, Molly Bloom. Don't forget our National Parks Project. Send us your pictures and drawings of you in the great outdoors. Use the hashtag BrainsOnParks. And before I go, we also want to give a big mazel tov to Sandon on his wedding and officially welcome Kathy to the Brains On family. We'll be back with more answers to your questions very soon. Thanks for listening.